Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome into the Murray State Basketball Podcast, February 21st. T-minus, oh, 11 hours or so until Murray State plays their second-to-last regular season game of this 2022-2023 season on the road at Missouri State. We'll get into that coming up uh, in a little bit. Quick aside before we uh, before we get there, um, the one thing that I have noticed about um, my new life, you know, as we close in, amazingly enough, on a year of being out out of television, um, is that I didn't notice how many sort of tentpole days there were in my year professionally, and sort of stuff that I looked forward to, stuff that I worked toward. You know, and whether it was even just simply, you know, it's the start of football season, it's the end of football season, it's the start of basketball, it's, you know, it's we're getting ready for tournament time in March, what have you. There was, there was just always this sense of what's next. And when I've gotten out of that, now there's a little bit of Groundhog Day in my life. And, uh, you know, just get up and go to work and, and work on whatever. And now, uh, a couple months ago, after having this conversation with, with one of my friends, I made the... Uh, I felt like I needed some sort of goal in my life to work toward, and so I um, made the decision that I was going to start training for the Iron Mom Half Marathon for coming up in May, and I've now reached the point of my life where, you know, roughly four days a week, I'm up about 5 a.m. so I can go out and run several miles to uh, start training for this race that's still uh, three months away. And really, all this is is a public service announcement that if anyone sees me walking out in public, you can feel free to just hit me with a car at any time. I, I will be thankful. Um, I, I hate running worse than anything in the world. I did this back in 2019 when for some reason I felt like I needed something to do with myself. I was getting ready to do it in 2020. Uh, and the good Lord stepped in and had my appendix burst. Uh, and so that sidelined my training. Um, and then, of course, the pandemic hit. So that knocked it out of the park anyway. And then it was out in 21. And then last year I wasn't doing it. And now, now here I am. And I, I don't know what I'm doing with my life. So, again, if anyone wants to just put me out of my misery, uh, I would appreciate it. So uh, please and thank you. And uh, hashtag prayers up for me uh, as we try to navigate these final three months of me just perpetually loathing waking up in the morning knowing what I have to go do. But anyways, uh, back to basketball. Uh, Racers on the road tonight at Missouri State. Uh, Missouri State opening up at five and a half point favorites, which, again, I don't know. You know, you look at at Missouri State, they've lost two in a row. Uh, They lost uh, at Bradley. 64-54 64-54 last Wednesday, and then Saturday, a bit of an upset, a lose at home, and I say just a bit, a lost at home to Northern Iowa, 69-66. So they are sitting at 14-14, and 10-8 overall. Murray State also sitting at 10-8 overall uh, in conference, and this is a massive, massive game. From a from a seeding standpoint, uh, if Murray State now there is there are no absolute with two games left there are no absolutes uh, for Murray uh, and you know and how how high they can get from a uh, seeding standpoint um, 
because there there's just so much um <laughs> there's so much going on um and so so many teams so tightly bunched together as i'm just looking at it here that i mean it it's in theory and without having done all the math cuz i think some of this will shake itself out again drake and bradley are at the top at 14 and 4 indiana state is at 13 and 5 and then you have siu and belmont at 12 and 6 both tied for fourth now obviously siu and belmont they are you know the top 4 again get the opening round by uh, at Arch Madness. Belmont has to play Indiana State tomorrow, and then Sunday they go to Northern Iowa. Uh, SIU, their final stretch here, they will play Northern Iowa, and then they go to UIC. So I, I think while looking at this, it, it there is a possibility – that Murray, I think there is a mathematical possibility that Murray could get as high as the five, uh, just due to if they can win out, get to twelve and eight. If Belmont loses their last two, falls to twelve and eight, and then it's Bradley who is the number one seed, since Murray has a win over Bradley and Belmont does not, that Murray could actually could actually end up as that five seed. There are a lot of if that, then this scenarios. And I think with two games left, that's a little bit of a fool's errand at this point. But with that said, what is on the line tonight at Missouri State? If the Racers are able to get a win, they will all but clinch the sixth seed. Now again, Northern Iowa can sort of stick their nose in there, but what Northern Iowa... um, you know, the only way Northern Iowa is able to get involved in this mess from a three-way uh, standpoint, they have to win at SIU and then beat Belmont at home. For a team that has has just fallen off the side of the earth and lost six of seven, uh, that's probably a big ask. So know that that's over there in the corner as something that could happen. But I think from a from a let's just put northern iowa in as the eight seed and and you have murray and missouri state battling for the six and the seven so murray state if they can beat missouri state tonight they would not only have a one game lead but they would have they would have the tiebreaker edge on them uh having beaten them twice and so they would all but wrap up at worst, a six. And I think just from a big picture down the road, um, you know, how, as, as I had someone mentioned to me yesterday, what is Murray State's path to the semifinals of the Missouri Valley Conference Tournament? And I think from a standpoint of the best path they have, is to make sure you're the six. Because if you are a six, you open up with UIC. And then in the second round, you are going to play some combination of 
Indiana State, Southern Illinois, or Belmont. Whichever one of those three ends up as the three seed. Because if you end up falling to the seven or somehow even the eight, and you get your first round win over Valpo or Illinois State, you're going to have to play Drake or Bradley in, in the quarterfinals. And frankly... I don't know that there's anybody in the league that wants to face Drake or Bradley right now. Those two are playing at such an impossibly high level. Drake has just decided to go flat, scorched earth on everybody. They have won nine in a row. They have won 12 out of 13. And in that stretch, which is, you know, the ironic part is they beat Indiana State by two. They beat Northern Iowa by seven. They beat Valpo by three. But they've also beaten Evansville by 36, beat Belmont by 18, beat Murray by 24, beat SIU by 23, just beat Belmont by 14 in a game that wasn't that close. They are just hammering everybody down the stretch here. And again, this is a team that once upon a time started out two and three in conference, and now they have just they've gone scorched earth. The top three teams in this league right now, you have Drake, who again, they have won nine in a row. Bradley has won eight in a row. Indiana State has won seven in a row. They are all playing at an incredibly high level. I think if Murray State had their druthers over Indiana State, Southern Illinois, or Belmont to play in that quarterfinal round, I think you want to play SIU. And the irony there is that you've beaten Indiana State, you've beaten Belmont, you haven't beaten SIU, but I think Murray would want to play SIU if for no other reason that Murray's giant red flag this year, giant deficiency this season, has just been defense, period. And when you look at the Kempom numbers, you know, in conference, Murray State is the 11th worst, best, however you want to put it. They are 11 out of 12 in defensive efficiency. And I'm just not sure that right now, with the way, especially Indiana State is playing at such a high level, uh, Belmont has, you know, Belmont has lost four of their last seven, but they are, for the most part, you know, when they have won, 95 against Evansville, 98 against Illinois Chicago, 90 against Illinois State, even 82 at Murray when they got beat that night. I'm not sure the racers really want to, if if they have their choice, (laughs) which I know they don't, but I don't think they want to get into a game where they know they've got to try to hold a team below 80 that has just been scoring at will. And that's the part that, I think SIU is a team that grinds it out more. You know, again, from an offensive efficiency standpoint, when you've got 
you know, Indiana State's three, Belmont's four, SIU seventh. I mean, SIU just, they tend to play those more grinded out. You know, they, they lost to Bradley the other night, 50-48. to 48. That felt like a, a Valley throwback game to 15 years ago. Um, you know, they, they play games in the, in the 50s, 60s rather than the 70s and 80s. And I think that from, from, a, from a Murray State perspective, A, you lost twice to them, but you lost, you know, you lost by six and you lost by four. So, and it was 63-57, 68-64. I, that's that is that is the type of game that I think Murray can go win. I, I they can't get into a game in the eighties. I don't believe, and I say that. And they did that with Brad. They did that with Belmont in that eighty three eighty two game. But that that is not a path to success for the Racers. I don't believe. So that is why. Uh, and, and again, the longer you can avoid Drake and Bradley, and, and I really thought that this was a situation as the year went on. And it's kind of been the mantra of this league that you're like, boy, this league's got eight teams that that you wouldn't be surprised if they were cutting down the nets on Sunday in St. Louis next week. But as the season has worn on here, and I and I really believed that after game, you know, 13, 14, 15, that that was kind of the case. That it's like you could make arguments for for pushing eight teams to be able to win this whole thing. And now you look at it and you're like, if it's anybody but Drake or Bradley, I think I will be very surprised. I think I'll be very surprised because they are Indiana State sticking their nose in there. But I, I boy, Bradley and Drake are just at such a such a high level right now that you want you want to avoid those two as long as humanly possible. So to do that. Murray's got to win tonight. They've got to go to Springfield and get the win. Will will that happen? Frankly, I will be shocked if it happened. I will be pleasantly shocked. But we have quite a sample size of this team playing on the road this year. And it's it's not great. It's not been great. And that's why, you know, you keep waiting for it to, you know, when is it going to get turned around? When is it going to get turned around? And the only three three road wins this year, at Illinois State, by one. You know, at Evansville, which was a nice road win January 1st, and then the overtime win at Valpo. That's it. Now, Missouri State, for, I mean, you're basically looking in the mirror in terms of, of – 14 and 14, 10 and 8. It's, is it a game that Murray can win? Absolutely. But when we shake up the eight ball, the magic eight ball, it's going to be who is going to show up for this team tonight. In a season full of inconsistencies, can tonight be the night that the consistent racers finally show up? Rob Perry scored 22 points in the first half at Illinois State last Wednesday night. 22 points in 20 minutes. In the 60 minutes since, he has scored three. They're not winning at Missouri State if he can't score. Jacoby Wood, he's got to be able to stay on the floor without foul trouble. Not that that's really been an issue, but even just looking back at Evansville the other night, he's got to be able to stay on the floor. DJ Burns has to be able to stay on the floor. 
Can they continue to get the great bench effort they have gotten from Quincy Anderson and Kenny White the last two games? You know, are they going to get 50, 55 minutes out of them? Be able to get 20, 25 points. And hey, 10 or 11 rebounds. And, and let's try not to turn the ball over while we're at it. They've been so good. Is Brian Moore's knee going to hold up? Like it did against Evansville, where he can get to the basket. Can this team shoot 90% from the free throw line? There's a lot of ingredients that need to go in it, but it can't be one of those nights where you're like, well, we're going to do this well, but we're not going to do that well. Like that, that can't happen. That can't happen. They've got to be able to rebound. They've got to be able to rebound. Missouri State comes in. Jonathan Mogbo. Just the, the, golly, that dude was a beast in the first matchup. One of the top 100 guys in the country in offensive and defensive rebounding percentage. Uh, and that was that was really what kept Missouri State in the game the first time they played was just the amount of offensive rebounds. And they had 15 offensive rebounds. That led to 18 second-chance points. I mean, that was all that kept them in it. They didn't shoot well from three. They shoot a fair amount of threes. Don't shoot it well historically this season. I mean, they're a 32% three-point shooting team. They they generally will grind you out. They're not going to play fast, offensively or defensively. Possessions are long. Um... They're one of the bottom 10 free throw shooting teams in America if we get into a close game again at the end. But you've just got to be able to keep them off the glass. And that is why it is imperative that guys you know, like DJ Burns stay out of foul trouble, can stay on the floor. That Jamari Smith can go rebound. That Kenny White, when he is in there, gets his nose dirty, goes and rebounds. Guards need to, re- it needs to be an all hands on deck thing. If you are going to go try and get your biggest road win of the year, you cannot give up 15 offensive rebounds. Cannot do it. First time they played, four dudes in double figures. The racers had. Kenny White had nine points. You're right, you know, 74 points. He was there. But it, remember, it got it got hairy late, like every seeming Murray State game this year. But that was the, that was the big issue was just keeping them off the glass. And that is what the racers uh, will need to do tonight. All right. So when we look at, this is the only game on the docket this evening. Racers will play at, uh, it's it's a 6 o'clock start, earlier start than usual. Tonight, 6 o'clock, it is on the CBS Sports Network. So no ESPN Plus tonight, only uh, only on the CBS Sports Network. Said it's the only game. Uh, only game in town, and then tomorrow night we've got the big game is Indiana State at Belmont, and let's see what else we've got. Bradley is at Valpo, Illinois State is at Drake, Northern Iowa is at SIU, and then UIC is at Evansville. Uh, the uh, the big one we're looking forward to on Saturday. If Drake can hold serve at home against Illinois State, if Bradley can go win at Bradley. We've got a winner-take-all matchup in Peoria on Sunday. 
Bradley and Drake for the regular season championship. But we'll worry about that once we get through tonight. But uh, or once we get through tomorrow night and we have uh, one game remaining and we can really get a look at at all the scenarios. But there is a lot to play for for the racers. There is a lot to play for for the racers. And again, they there there is a path for them to finish higher than anybody could have imagined this season. But the only way that happens is if they do something that they haven't done all season. And that is to be able to get a significant road win. And that would be the case tonight uh, at Missouri State. (sighs) And to take on a Missouri State team that, as I go back and let's see. I mean, they have beaten Drake at home. They beat Indiana State at home. They beat Drake on the road. I mean, they, they have been, uh, they've beaten Belmont at home. As we have seen all season long, it is very difficult to win on the road in this league. This team has proven why that it's very tough to go in there. When you look again, they're still 14 and 14. Racers flew over there last night. They will bus home tonight and, uh, hopefully they will be flying high uh, on the way home. Uh, if they're able to get this win, and ultimately, again, the biggest win potentially of the year, have a, their first three-game winning streak of the season before they head into senior night, uh, senior afternoon, I guess, on Sunday uh, when they take on Valpo. We will uh, we'll get into that more coming up a bit, little bit uh, later on. So uh, in closing, for the ninth time, a ton to play for tonight. A ton. Six o'clock, CBS Sports Network. Ride Home Podcast, we'll, uh, we'll have that for you first thing in the morning tomorrow. And, uh, again, hopefully uh, hopefully it will be a, a joyous ride home as the racers are able to get a win uh, in Springfield. All right, that does it for the Murray State Basketball Podcast. Apologize for the delay. Uh, had some uh, real-life stuff pop up yesterday. Unable to get it done. Was hoping to have a guest for you. Unable to do that as well. But, again, you get what you pay for. So, uh, my apologies. Uh, Thanks for listening. You can find us Apple, Spotify, Google, wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribe. uh, Leave us a comment or a five-star review. If you think we've earned it, we will talk to you tomorrow with the ride home. Have a great rest of your Tuesday.